Hello there, my name is Sabrina. Welcome to the Homeschooling Journey podcast. Are you a homeschooling mama? Either a first timer, or maybe you've already been at it for years. Maybe you're just thinking about it. I want to encourage you on this journey. Tune in every week to learn hard-won wisdom, practical advice, and tips from other homeschooling moms. You can do this. Welcome back to the Homeschooling Journey podcast. Today I have another great conversation with my daughter-in-law, Stephanie. This time we're talking about something that many of us battle daily, and that is our cell phone use and how it's become too much of a distraction. If we don't control the phones, they can quickly control us. And this can be a real problem, both in our homeschooling day and just in our daily family life. Stephanie feels passionately about this subject and she has plenty to say and lots of good practical tips to help us too. I learned a lot from her insights, so enjoy. So welcome, Stephanie. Thanks for having me again. Yeah. (laughs) So I heard you recently talking about cell phones, and you made the point that your generation, young moms, is the first generation to have cell phones and be homeschooling at the same time. Mm -hmm. Let's talk about that. Yeah, we are the first uh, generation of moms who have a smartphone, which is basically like a computer in small form in our pocket, in our hand. You know, we can carry it everywhere. It alerts us constantly. We carry it anywhere we want, including the bathroom. You know, it just goes everywhere. And I feel like most of us would admit we feel naked without it. Like something's missing. Like it's a part of our clothing. It's just a part of us. And, um, yeah, it's just kind of a distraction and a stumbling block, um, for all moms and in the, in particular homeschooling moms, especially on hard days. Like if you are not feeling like homeschooling or if you're feeling isolated at home and you're missing friends and you want to connect with them, which is good, a good desire, but maybe you're pulling your phone out at the wrong time mm-hmm. during homeschooling time or during those what I call sacred times of day meal times and that is maybe not the appropriate use of your phone at that time um, so kind of just talking about this is bringing awareness to all of us because I feel like that's the first step with something that could be a struggle or a stumbling block is first you have to be aware mm-hmm. and kind of be alert and on guard like okay this could be a problem for me and even if you're intentional about using your phone I think it just is kind of a draw and a pull for all of us. Totally a distraction. Mm -hmm. You also have talked about it being um, a source of being overly connected. Mm -hmm. What do you mean by that? So I feel like, you know, back in the day, I mean, I wasn't alive 50 years ago, but I can just imagine that without smartphones, um, you know, you had to contact people in other ways and it wasn't instantaneous like I know my grandma used um telegrams I think or you know that was in her time right so they had to wait to talk to each other and it wasn't like you just text and then you expect someone to text you back right away 
And I think, you know, when you're home, it feels like, well, okay, you're home, so you have access to your phone, so you should be able to text back right away. But, you know, that's not necessarily healthy to be so overly connected with everybody in the outside world, especially if you're trying to cultivate this home environment that is peaceful and focused on God and, you know, connected with each other in person, as opposed to being overly connected with the whole world. Because you can, you know, look at the news on your phone. You can be on social media and see people that you don't even know keep up with their lives and their families. Mm -hmm. So I feel like it's just not meant to be that way. I feel like as humans, we're meant to connect with each other. God made us as relational creatures, um, but we're not meant to be connected with everybody. It's kind of overwhelming and it distracts from the most important people who we should be connected with, which is our family at home. And I think when you're talking about being connected with everybody, what are you talking about there? Well, I'm kind of talking about all of your friends, all of your extended family, anybody on the internet, really. Yeah. You know, you can be connected with anybody and it's just so easy. You can click, you know, use your thumb to make a few clicks and you're on an app where you can just see everybody's lives and share about your life. And I always thought it was funny when people would post about being present with their kids and yet they're <laughs> posting about it and showing themselves on camera. I'm like, wait, if you're on your phone, you're not present with your kids. And I've been guilty of that too. So there's no condemnation. I feel like when I first started thinking about this topic, I was very much coming from a place of shame within myself at least. Um, and I bet a lot of people feel that way, like maybe embarrassed or feel kind of ashamed about how many times they check their phone or how much of a, you know, distraction it is. But, you know, that's not from God. Condemnation is not from him. Or, you know, maybe there's a little bit of healthy guilt or some remorse needed, like, okay, I'm going to change my ways. But I think it's just coming back to that awareness of how are we using our phone? Because I like to talk about how it's a tool, right? And, you know, it's not evil in and of itself. It's just a tool and it could be used well or not so well. Right. So and I think that's good to remember. Some of the ways that it can be used well are, are wonderful and incredible. Mm -hmm. You can FaceTime with your yes. family that's, you know, across the country and yep. do podcasts. Mm -hmm. and, and look up things for homeschooling. I mean, you know, you might have some sort of topic that you're covering and you don't know how to explain it or your kids ask some question about some animal you know nothing about and you can go on YouTube and watch a video about that animal. So it actually is super helpful and technology is just such a blessing. But like any blessing, it can be used for good or for bad. Right. So I think that's just the part that we have to be very on guard about as homeschooling moms, just being very aware of what kind of role technology is playing in your life. And especially as you, you as the mom who really sets the tone for the whole home, like how are you using your phone? I think that's always just a good question to ask yourself each day. Yeah, so Stephanie, you really, something you said really hit me, which was you talked about the phone as being an idol, mm -hmm. I-D-O-L, an idol. You want to talk about that a little bit? Because that really convicted me. It convicted me too. When I was reading, going through Father Mike's um, Bible in a year, you know, and hearing him talk about, you know, everything in the Old Testament and how it, it matters and it's all connected. It's one big, beautiful story in the Bible. And just thinking more about the Old Testament and how Moses and 
you know, he brings these Ten Commandments and, you know, the people are waiting for him to come down the mountain. And when I was reading that story again about, you know, just thinking about the phone as an idol, I-D-O-L, and how it can be something that takes us away from God sometimes, you know, how often do you sit down? I think anybody's guilty of this. You sit down to have some quiet and maybe that could be a time for prayer, but you maybe pull out your phone instead, which again is not wrong to text people back, but maybe you could do that another time. And maybe that time that's quiet where kids are occupied is best used for quiet prayer time where you can really focus and be with God. So anyway, I was thinking about this story of you know, the people waiting for Moses and he delayed in coming down the mountain. And so I was thinking about, well, it's like when we're delayed somewhere, what do we do? We pull out our phone. And so when the when he was delayed, the people asked Aaron to create this golden calf. And so it just really hit me in that moment, this idea of delay and idle time. So that's I-D-L-E time. So when you're waiting, what are you doing? Because in homeschooling, there is time where you're waiting. You know, you're waiting for your child to finish something, some handwriting lesson or, you know, you can't do it for them (laughs) and there's nothing really for you to do at that moment. You're maybe just sitting there watching them or waiting for something, right? And so how easy is it to just go quickly, go in the kitchen, run over there and just check your phone and then all of a sudden you realize it's been five minutes and your child's calling you to check their work and so anyway, this story of Moses, this delaying, this idea of what do we do when we're waiting? Because there's plenty of waiting in life and in homeschooling um, and just this whole idea of this golden calf. Okay, they bowed down to it. And and I was thinking about how, okay, they're bowing down to this golden calf. And I was like, wow, when I'm checking my phone, it looks like I'm bowed down to my phone. I'm craning my neck down. And it looks like I'm almost worshiping this little thing. It's just crazy. And so that image has just really stuck with me ever since I had that kind of meditation, so to speak, um, just in my mind. And now I think about that often. How am I using my phone? Is it an idol? Am I putting it before my relationship with God? Because that's really what the people did then. And that's what we do now. Because Mm -hmm. the people in the Bible, they're, they're us. Right. So I think whenever we read something in the Bible, we can think about how how are we in that story? You know, how are we worshiping a, quote, golden calf? And I think the phone can often be that. So it's just good to think about how you're using your phone. Um, What are you doing when you're waiting in your day when there's idle time? Like the, you know, the classic example is waiting in the grocery line in the store and everybody has their phone pulled out. Um, I'm guilty of that too. Everybody is, right? It's just easy. Um, but we're not called to do things the easy way. So that's just kind of, again, awareness, coming back to that awareness of how are you using it. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And I think, um, you know, your kids are watching mm-hmm. you with the phone. And um, if they see that you're constantly looking elsewhere to the phone instead of them, they feel that divided loyalty too. Yes. And... Um, that can be very distracting for them too, that you keep pulling towards the phone. Yes. And actually, I mean, I know that I struggle with this because my five-year-old will say things like, mom, you're looking at your phone or, you know, she's kind of my accountability Mm -hmm. partner almost because she's so aware and she notices every time I check it. And so it's interesting. I, that's another um, help, I guess, to see through her eyes 
right? She's seeing things through her little eyes and she's learning everything for the first time. And so she's noticing that I'm distracted with my phone. Right. So that's interesting too. And that motivates me. I feel like a lot of things we do as moms, we are motivated by how it affects our children. Right. Right. And so they do, they do see us and they notice. And again, it's not a shaming thing. It's just a awareness of, you know, what kind of example do we want to be setting for our kids? Because like I said, we are the first generation of moms with with this little computer in our hands. So it's just this awareness that we could, you know, be the moms that are the first ones who have this smartphone and the moms who decide, okay, no, I'm not going to let myself be overly distracted and overly connected. I'm going to prioritize people in person with me mm-hmm. over people that I may be connecting with on my phone. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I think it's a conscious decision. And like the point you made about waiting in the lines, I, I find that I'll pull my phone out if I'm waiting in a long line. Mm-hmm. And everybody else has pulled their phone out in the long line. And I was thinking about that and thinking, wow, we used to chat with people in line. If we were all waiting, we would just strike up conversation. Mm-hmm. But now everybody's head is bowed down to the phone. And something some connection there has been lost. Mm-hmm. And yes. I sometimes tell myself, no, don't pull out the phone. Mm-hmm. Look around, smile at people, make try to make some small connection with people. Mm -hmm. I think that too. And I think, you know, our kids, when they eventually get a phone, (laughs) you know, like we want to model for them how to interact with others. Right. Those social skills are so important for, you know, whatever they do in their life, whatever career they choose or vocation or, you know, that communication skill is, is a skill that's learned at home. And that's really part of our homeschooling too, is teaching them that social you know, intelligence, I guess. So Stephanie, you had several really good, Mm. very practical (laughs) ideas as a mom of three little ones and trying to homeschool at least your kindergartner and somewhat your three-year-old. So can you just talk about your practical, practical tips Mm -hmm. for dealing with the phone? Yeah. So I, you know, on my podcast, I was talking about how there's no quick fix There's no, like, one, two, three steps to, you know, not being addicted to your phone or, you know, it's not easy. So it is first that awareness and then deciding, okay, I'm going to reorient my heart and my mind and I'm going to be focused on the right things and I'm, I'm choosing not to be distracted. So beyond that, though, the practical stuff. So first, super practical is out of sight, out of mind. So when you have that phone right with you, you're just constantly reminded it's there and it just, there's a pull. And really the people who've designed smartphones and these apps, they are, you know, people that are PhDs in like, you know, brain science and things like that. So they've developed it with an addictive quality. So in some ways the phone is not as neutral as like gold because I've talked about how you know the gold that made the golden calf there's nothing wrong with the gold but then they made it into a golden calf and worship that so I think the phone maybe isn't quite as neutral as gold because of how it's been created to addict us especially the apps try to get us to stay on there as long as possible and entice us and give us hits of dopamine in our brain when we get a notification that someone texted or, you know, there's some sort of like on Facebook or Instagram or something. Um, but when you don't see that phone and you don't have that reminder, that visual reminder, we're so visual, 
um, it helps. So putting it in a cabinet, you know, that's what I do. And something that I was like, wait a minute, how could I put it away? What if someone needs to get a hold of me and I need to check it? So a way to get around that is just have the ring on. So if you're waiting for someone to text you, like there are times that, you know, I'm waiting for my mom's CT scan results and those are really important. I want her to be able to get a hold of me and it could be during homeschool time. I just have it in the cabinet. So the cabinet's closed. I don't see my phone, but I can hear it. And then I just quickly check if there's a ding, you know, if it's my mom and I'm like, okay, it's not her or it's not my husband. Like, okay, I don't, no one needs me right now. It's just a friend wanting to talk about something. I'll text her after homeschool time. I think that's really helpful because you don't feel like that stress of I'm going to miss something or somebody can't get a hold of me and they need me. (laughs) I think that's what a lot of us worry about with putting our phone away because we're so connected and everybody's used to getting a hold of us easily now. There's the stress when you don't have it right with you. Um, So you can just turn on ring. So you can hear the Mm -hmm. ring through your cabinet. Yes, definitely. Mm -hmm. Um, So if I hear it, I just, you know, I can take a break um, while we're homeschooling and just quickly check it. But, you know, usually it's nothing that I need to attend to. So that just kind of gives me peace of mind. I can just put it out of my mind. I don't worry about it. Um, Another thing is to get rid of apps. Maybe get rid of the wrong apps. So, I mean, you know, again, this is a judgment call. Everybody has to decide for themselves what they're okay with and not. I've pretty much decided I don't want to use social media. But, um, you know, if you use Facebook or Instagram to keep up with people, maybe just consider not having the app on your phone. I feel like the app is so easy to click to. You can just use your web browser. So it just delays. It it makes it a little Mm -hmm. less convenient. Mm -hmm. Which gives your brain two more seconds to think about, do I really want to be doing this or is this a compulsive behavior that I use when I'm bored or, you know, have idle time, (laughs) that IDLE time. Um, Okay, so then, you know, the flip side of that is having good apps, apps that really help you in your faith life. So Hallow is one of them. Um, And then Amen is another good one. And then Laudate, that's L-A-U-D-A-T-E. So Hallow has um, meditations, prayers. It's free, but you can pay to, you know, get unlock all the features. Um, So that's a really good one. Same with Amen, it's free. And you can just have access to all of that. Again, meditations, you know, pretty music you can listen to. It's great. It, it helps me in my prayer time. And then Laudate has the daily readings, has the rosary. It has even, you know, questions to ask yourself before confession. It's so helpful. Those are great. Um, and then things like Hoopla, which, you know, you can get free books. Audio you books. know, Yeah, audio Audio books. or e-books. Mm-hmm, from the library. And then, you know, YouTube is nice for if you're wanting to learn about some sort of something. You know, Animal you can or just learn, show the kids. Yeah, you can learn anything or house projects that you have. I mean, you can just learn anything on there. So that's helpful. So that's why it's not a good thing to say, oh, the phone is so bad or it's so evil or it's, you know, no, it's technology and it's how we use it. So I think getting rid of the wrong apps and then having the right apps that help you in your faith life and you know, just add value to your life, add goodness. Um, And then having sacred times of day, that's something big. Deciding the times of day you don't want to be on your phone and you're going to put it away in the cabinet or drawer, wherever you choose. And just knowing I'm going to be all present. I'm going to be all in. I'm just going to be here. This is my time to play with my kids. Like at dinner time. Yeah, I think dinner is a big one. 
I mean, that those are easy. Meal times. You could just say blanket meal times. Anytime we're having a meal, any snacks with the kids, I'm just going to put it away and just be with them. Um, so that's something that you can just decide in your own home what that works. To guard that those works. sacred times. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's, yeah. That's very good. I think because we so often find ourselves checking our phone throughout the day that it feels like we're always on our phone, which is not true. But I think when you have those sacred times, you can think to yourself, oh yeah, this is my time that I'm not on my phone. I'm fully present. So then again, you can feel like, okay, this is, this is why I'm home with my kids. I'm connecting with them. This is, I'm here. I want to be here instead of kind of being pulled away by the phone. Um, so sacred times a day help. Um, accountability partners. I already talked about how my five-year-old's my accountability partner. <laughs> and then, you know, you can ask a spouse or some, a friend who's maybe working on this too. And just kind of check in with each other, ask them how it's going and, you know, just really have someone that you can be honest and open with. But I think usually it's someone that lives with you because <laughs> they're seeing it all the time. Right. Um, but you can check in with some a family member or friend too. And then the last thing is um, I call it the notebook method, which is because so often we want to check something, which is fine, right? We, we have something we need to look up. We have a question or our child has a question. And maybe that's not the time we want to be on our phone and we're worried, okay, we're going to get sucked in and be on our phone too long. So just have a notebook. Um, Have some sort of notebook or planner or something where you're going to jot things down. And when you do have the time and you want to be on your phone and you know that, okay, this is the time that I, you know, have set aside and I feel good about this time that I'm on my phone. And even if my child comes up and says, mom, you're on your phone oh, that's okay. I've decided this is my time that I'm going to be on here. I have a few things to get done on the phone and I'll be with you in a few minutes. And it really eliminates the guilt as a mom. We have so much guilt as moms, like we're just not doing enough or we're messing it up or, you know, let's just eliminate that (laughs) and then just jot things down, you know, pen to paper. And then when you have a moment to check your phone, you can go to it and get it all done at once. You can batch it. Yeah. It's much more efficient. I really like that idea because it'll pop into my mind, oh, I need to look up such and such, and I immediately grab the phone to look at it because I'm afraid if I don't look it up right then, mm-hmm. I'll forget about it. Yep, me too. Or forget to, you know, deposit the check when it mm-hmm. comes to my mind, like, oh, I need to deposit that. And and so I like the idea of writing down the tasks that you're going to do on your phone and not doing them till a specific time. That's a very good practical tip and it's more efficient because then you're in that mode already it doesn't have to be like oh I have to do this one thing oh I'm gonna go over here it's like the whole multitasking versus single tasking debate our brains actually can't do two things at once so if you're listening to a podcast and reading something it's called task switching you can't do them both at the same time. No. It's kind of amazing how our brains, God built this into us, I think, because he knew we were going to try to do too much at once. So we can only really single task. Um, so that's why it's helpful to just do one thing at once and, and do it to the best of your ability. Um, so yeah, those are some of the practical tips. And just, I don't know, I just want to encourage all the moms out there listening that I don't have it figured out and nobody does. None of us do. None of us we're do. We're all trying to figure this out. Yep. We're trying to figure it out. And that's why we're here just supporting each other and, you know, just giving each other tips. And if you have tips, you should email Sabrina and let her know um, her emails in the show notes. I know. And so, 
you know, just let her know if you have tips because, again, both of us are learning too. Yeah, I would love to hear. I I think, you know, like you said, the phone is fabulous for Mm -hmm. so many things. And, but it is a temptation to, it's a time waster. It can be a time waster. Mm -hmm. And it's a temptation just to, um, use it more than you should, mm-hmm. I think. I mean, 10, 15 years ago, none of us had them. Right. And now they're a huge part of everybody's life, most people's lives. And I think it's good to just use it in, in good ways, but be careful of, you know, the ways that are not good. Mm-hmm. I agree. Yeah. So I'm glad we had this conversation. This was fun. Great. <laughs> Thank you so much, Stephanie. This was great. Thanks, Serena. All right.